Hello and welcome to the Rise Creating Your Voice. I am Judah Bernard with the Rise Creating Your Voice. I am the wisdom dialoguer and the motivational warrior of the Rise Creating Your Voice. We just want to welcome you to today. Welcome you to today. Today is Tuesday. Here, here, here. So we are here talking about why do I do what I do? I want us to be quite honest with ourselves and why we do what we do. Um, because basically, um, we need to start assessing why we do what we do. And sometimes, whether it's negative or good, why do we do it? Um, we're waiting for our co-host to come on. We want to apologize for last Tuesday. We had a lot, lot going on last Tuesday. Um, we just want to be thankful for, you know, still being able to be alive. And just um, enjoying every moment that we have here on Earth. Um, so I want to start off with why do we do what we do? Why do I do what I do? Why do Judah do what he 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 does? Um, my main focus of why I do what I do why 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 I do what I do is I'm basically guided by the um, principles of Jesus Christ and God and the Holy Spirit, and actually putting into the being into the will of God. Um, why I do what I do is um, become patient and peace because um, God offers me that. Um, he don't want me negative. He don't want me angry. He don't want me doing a lot of things um, because that's he doesn't deal with a lot of confusion. So I want people to understand that we do things, number one, um, if you look at it from a behavioral perspective. That behavioral perspective is um, anybody that have been in the environment for about two to five years are going to pick up some traits or behaviors and the people that they live around or a, a group they associate with. Um, you probably need to start assessing the group that you associate with because once you start seeing those behaviors that you pick up, whether they're good or bad, it might not be so great for you. Um, well, so we have to understand that some people do just pick up bad behaviors. Some people get, pick up good behaviors from their group. Some people pick up good behaviors from the environment they're around. Some people pick up negative behaviors that the environment they're around. And we want to welcome one of our co-hosts, James Sims, to the room, too, as well. How you doing today? Can you hear me? Doing well. How you doing, man? Okay, there you go. You must was on me. <laughs> I'm doing Can well. Can you hear me? We doing... Yes, can I can me? hear you. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Well, I can't hear you right. now. I can hear you. Kind of going okay. in and out, but I can hear you. Yeah, I can you hear know, you. We kind have of going that in delayed and out. entry here in the country. It's going in and out, but I can see. Okay. How about now? Yes, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Can you hear me now? Okay. Yes, I can. Can you hear me? I hear you. Okay, great. We're both in the, probably the same situation. Are you I at can home? hear you. <laughs> okay. Great. So we want to we want to just talk about why do we do what we do, and that's the topic for today. Yes. And um, I did. Say it again. Hello? I didn't say anything. Okay. The topic today is why yeah. do we do um, what we... Why do we do what we do? And that's why we picked this topic today because basically we understand that many people... Um, do what they do, whether it's negative or um, bad behavior or good behavior, that sometimes in learning from an environment that you learn these behaviors, whether they're negative or, or, or good. Um, so what we want to re really emphasize that, number one, is I started off with God being my first priority and me accepting Christ and surrendering to him. Um, I, I possess more good behaviors because of doing his will. Um, some of the negative behaviors have gone because I've asked for that and wanted to surrender and do what the right thing is to do. Um, whether people choose to think anything that's right 
is wrong or anything like that. But then again, I want people to understand is only you know what's right in your own atmosphere and what God has for you. One thing that people try to say that, oh, I can't do this, I can't do that, or what do we try to do, or I I need to do this because this, this, you know, we always have an excuse about why we need to do something. If you have an excuse and why you need to do something, you probably don't need to do it. <laughs> um, so we want to definitely put the emphasis on why do you do what you do. Um, to the listening audience, when you listen to this, I want you to really ponder that question why do you do what you do and i think a lot um, of sometimes people, go ahead i think a lot of people don't even think about it sometime and then when i because I, actually when i uh seen what the topic was it made me go and think about why do i do what i do and you know and i went through a lot of different uh challenges to determine that because I went to youth and you know, what I was taught and you know, and then when you really have a spiritual understanding, it makes a difference to where it brings about a definite about what you want to do or what or why you do what you do. So I know I even was trying to find myself or trying to be like other folk and you did things because other people did them. You was trying to see whether or not it was uh, what you wanted to do, either if it wasn't good or bad, but just to see if you wanted to do it. And sometimes, you know, I think peer pressure and uh, family pressure, all kind of pressure, calls you to do certain things until you really find yourself and start really concentrating and thinking about why do I do what I do. So I, I, I'm, I'm like you. My priorities are spiritual and God first. And then everything else falls into, under that category. So it is, it is, to me, since I've gone that direction, I find myself, uh, I guess, at, at have more peace, I have more satisfaction, I have more uh, definiteness of myself I like myself more. So, and that's very good for a person to like themselves and not like yourself just be like it, but like for the righteous that you do. So that that's why I do what I do because of the righteous. And I love to hear that because I think basically if people understand why they do what you, what they do, um, basically like um, I, I spoke about it earlier and you spoke about it too as well about the environment whether you're around your family, whether you're around friends, whether you're around a group, whether you're at work. Sometimes you pick up on bad behaviors at work. <laughs> and so it's a lot of things that people um, unconsciously or subconsciously pick up um, those behaviors. And then you notice then that you're doing them in another environment because you want to be different from the environment now that you're new to. So we have to understand why, what we do and why we do it too as well. And that is just leading to definitely self-assessing yourself. Sure. Um, when you see that you're in a lot of negative behaviors or a lot around of negative people, you're going to act negative. Sure. Those people will energize you to act negative. And yes, I did say energize you because guess what? The more negative things you hear and the no more negative things you be around, the more negative you're going to become. True. Because it's going to be instilled in you. It's going to be a learned behavior. And you're not going to know how to get out of it until you're actually in it. True. And then you're going to be like, wow. And that's why I want people to start self-assessing themselves. Because basically, you're in it now. And sometimes, unconsciously, you don't know that you're doing it. True. Well, let's take the uh, January 6th situation. Oh, Yes. Uh, I, I happened to see some of the thing uh, aired today on the third session of it, and there's a lot of things coming out now about the ex-president knowing about some of the things. Matter of fact, the chief executive secretary to one of his head men testified today about some of the things and how things were, and I mean, it was so emphatic 
and, and Pearson that it triggered the ex-president to start tweeting and start saying things about it. So evidently, it really it triggered him and to the point. So I'm, I'm, af I'm afraid for the young lady's life. She's only 26 years old. But she said that when, 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 when things started happening, uh, well, her chief officers told her that January 6th gonna be a lot of bad things gonna happen, made her, she said that was the first time she really felt frightened. So, you know, it, uh, a lot of people are waking up to a lot of the things that are going on. That's some of the things that a lot of people went out there on a, on a, on a, on a, on a, on a, on a thought that they were going doing the right thing because of what he said. So that was influenced there. So, you know, now they, they, they have an opportunity to uh, think about why do I do what I do? So I'm hoping that some of them will stand and do the right thing, but you got so many of them still uh, prone to do what they do. So that just come on the situation and, you know, church hurts and a lot of other things, you know, why do we, we do what we do? So, I mean, this is just a lot of things that's out there that we need to really concentrate on. And one thing I really found out, everything that we do will be paid for. So it ain't nothing gonna go unpaid for. So we still gotta pay for it. That's totally agreeable. But I wanna definitely talk about the January 16, but I wanna also go to Ephesians 6 and 12 and say, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual weakness and spiritual weaknesses in high places. So we gotta understand that these things are happening and it's going to come to a, conf, uh, a forefront. He said he will rise up a nation that will obey mm -hmm. and that's God. And one thing we have to understand uh, uh, with James talking about that, um, it's just going to come out in the open. Okay. What's done in the dark will come out regardless of whether you have so much money, so much power and things like that. But the things will come out in, in retrospect, um, like James said, that you're going to have to pay for it. Regardless, <laughs> in the end, it's not going to be a good, good, good situation. But you know, as we continue on, we got to understand that where we are placed in situations too, as well, and uh, we have to make sure that we're eth ethically correct. Right. Although we might have ethical dilemma, as long as you're standing your ground and standing for on the word of God, no one can move you from that. True. So now, if you move, then I, I'm questioning why you do what you do. Right. <laughs> so I'm, I'm just, I'm standing so firm on the word for God, I live for God, I die. Mm -hmm. um, I can't continue to say that to everyone because basically we have to come to the understanding of what is truth mm. and what is your real truth. True. Um, and many people are misinformed. True. Um, some people don't have knowledge. Some people are lack knowledge. True. Some people lack wisdom. True. And I'm I'm I've never been just a follower. Um, I'm I'm more of let me hear what they gotta say first, True. and then let me make my opinion from that. True. But um, I think for me, I don't want to watch that January 16th. Um, for those who do know, I do live in Washington D.C. and actually two blocks from the January 6th event, and it's it's quite terrifying mm. for me. Um, so that's why I don't speak about it a lot. Because being in the actual vicinity right. and things that I couldn't do during that time for about two weeks, I even go out of my own place of where I lived because, you know, they were still around. Right. So we were, we were, it was different. It was different to be knowing that I'm, I live in the nation's capital, sure. that it was, um, that happened. And we're in 2022, or was that? Yeah, it was 2022. Um, that we're still um, fighting. We still warring. We still lack wisdom. We still lack knowledge. We still lack understanding. But then again, those those people who still want that power and things like that—that's exactly what it is. That's what it's going to end up like. 
most of the time is it turns into total confusion and everybody's got to take the blame now mm-hmm. so you know um as we say uh, every time that every time i sit on its own bottom and this is the time that we're just in session three as um james said i'm sure it's gonna be many more sessions <laughs> but um things happen for a reason and this comes into light of how people have been playing games right. so that's where i am on that so they did what they do and how they do it um and could be some environmental thing that they learned or you know in their family or something like that i don't know for sure but i know you know some people do it because they saw somebody else get away with it mm-hmm. and thinking they're going to get away with it <laughs> but it doesn't work like that all the time so we must you must realize that um just because one person did it don't mean you need to do it too as well and whatever agenda and why do we do what we do we have agendas and different things like that so we have a lot of things that could be in play for the january 6th thing we don't know um that's for um i know god is not going to i don't know who is going to reveal it um but i guess it will be revealed through these sessions because we have eyewitnesses we have people that were there that are witnessing and testifying to what actually happened so I'm I'm thankful for those people um, that are testifying and um, being witnesses to what happened because it brings light on their character. Mm-hmm. So that that's a great thing. Um, and I'm I'm just I'm, I'm I'm I don't watch it, but when it pan out, I want to hear the end. Let's say that. <laughs> <laughs> True that. Um, because I I know that God is still in the place and He's still in the building. He's you know hey He He's a ruler over all good and evil. <laughs> good and the bad he's gonna rule you still so he's i think people god. need to understand that huh i say he's still god still god and nothing changes about him <laughs> nothing so um the things that is gerald there today yes i'm here hey why do you do what you do <laughs> i said why do you do what you do Hmm, why do I do what I do? That's a good question, right? <laughs> that is a question. I guess I do the things that I do to make sure that uh, I'm doing what I want to do for myself, but not mm-hmm. necessarily just for myself. I do the things that I do, you know, a lot of times to just help other people and to give or, or share the knowledge that I have with other people. To be able to just try to help them in a, in a manner in which that, you know, maybe that I can see that they either need help or just don't know and try to explain things in a way that they can understand to try to help them to uh, either learn some things or even do things that they do even better. But the things that I do, I just pretty much just do them because I know it makes me feel good and also trying to help other people so that they can also feel good as well. I like that. I like that. I think uh, one of my mentees um, asked me, said, why am I depressed? I was like, wow. Why are you depressed? No, that's what he asked me. Why why was he depressed? His his question to me is, why was he depressed? Oh. And I was like, oh let me go back real far (laughs) and um what one thing that i asked him is how do you know you're depressed right because you you ask him why but i i need to know the how you know right he said that's he said that's that's a good question (laughs) Because so many times we say we feel a certain way and it may not be that expression in which we feel. True. But we're using it in a term because it's a learned behavior of feeling depressed and these are the symptoms that you exhibit when you feel depressed. Right. But what if it's not really depression? It could be morally in session. Yes. Morally in session. That means that you've been doing things immoral. Mm. right and it's not depressed it's incest and like i asked him i said let me ask you a question now 
are you grieving or are you depressed? Because those are two different things. Right. And some people cannot relate to what the, the difference between the two are. Mm-hmm. And so we are constantly, number one, misdiagnosing ourselves why we do what we do. Mm-hmm. Because of society puts this barrier. Society builds this big umbrella of say, well, this this is what you feel like. And you know, we still have easy easy access to Google. And then we look up depression and see if we have the symptoms and now we're diagnosed. <laughs> then you, um, have some, you have some of these people, they do all this Googling and, and looking at these symptoms and then they they self-impose these symptoms that they read upon right. themselves and say, yeah, I've been feeling this way. I've been feeling that way. And then they say, oh, yeah, this is what I have. But, you know, they 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 wind up doing it because of something that they read. Right. It's called Dr. Google. <laughs> Impressed upon themselves what they read. Right. Impressed upon their read. And guess what? Because now I don't really need to go to the doctor and pay out $300 or $25 copayment or anything. I am now the doctor. Yeah. I am now the nurse practitioner. I am now the... But I, I hear people, oh, well, because I feel depressed because I don't know why. Mm. Look like mm. one thing they don't think about the moral impression. Right. It's gonna come out. Mm-hmm. It's not gonna just say, okay, yeah, I am. You're gonna feel the effect of it, but you might say it's depression, but it's more impression than real depression of things you've done. You just got to act it out or you got to live through it. Ask for forgiveness so you can maybe shorten it. I mean, you know, those type things are not talked about. It's just depression or fatigue, you know, all the other things, but moral impressions are never never mentioned. And and you're right. Most of those things are not mentioned because of the taboo that's been in the black and brown community. Uh, no, you're not crazy. Or no, and nothing's wrong with you. Just go sit down. And I think what we really need to realize is something may be wrong, but we really probably don't know exactly what it is until we go and see someone. Right. Someone that's a professional, a medical professional. And one thing is we constantly go into um, fight or flight mode. We wait till it get worse instead of trying to get better while it's just low key. We don't, we don't, we don't try to manage the pain. We wait till the pain increases. Then we try to manage it. That's too late now because it probably can go into something totally different. So why did we do what we do? Yeah. And and that's that's what a lot of people because you know it, it you stop and you think like wow I could have done this a little bit better had I just did this at in October versus right. next year <laughs> and then why why sometimes we don't actually initiate the pain and try to keep going um I think for for a lot of people um especially people that I know of, they just continue to go on without identifying that they're having pain. And they don't want nobody to know they're having pain. Right. Then they stop and then they think about like, oh, now it got worse. But why didn't we not manage that small pain at the beginning? Because it was bearable. We think we can go, we can get through it. Not thinking about the fact it's a problem. You address it. Mm-hmm. You want to wait till it get worse. Well, let's talk about this right now while we're listening and people listening on the line. If you have pain, whatever kind of pain, was it mental, physical, or whatever, mm-hmm. go and see someone. Don't wait until the pain gets deeper, worse, because now it's probably not manageable. Right. Um. The one thing is, wherever that pain is, because physically we can manage if it's a small, acute pain. But when it comes too 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 big to handle, 
it's something totally different. Then then you're looking at more disease just coming in and, and, and coming in. And we don't know what might happen after that. So I think people really, really need to re- take a big, big, big step back in assessing themselves and say, why do I do what I do? Why do I sit here and, and feel this pain? And I let nobody know. Then I wait till later on and the pain is worse. True it's all about self-love. It's about self-love. If you love yourself, you're going to initiate that pain from the beginning. True. Say, hey, right. well, I, something, something not right, huh? Go ahead. Well, whether or not you have, well, whether or not you got accessibility to insurance or uh, finances to cover the situation. I mean, a lot of things that's, that's, that's there. I mean, we can talk about all the things, but then there are situations that cause us not to go as well. I mean, I know. In the back, black and brown community, it had been because of the stigma that was put there, but it was also the fact that it didn't have the finances or the insurance or the, uh, uh, I guess, the uh, opportunity. Accessibility. Ex- accessibility to get uh, all the things that we need. So that was a lot of the situation as well. So well, it's still, it's still yeah. a case in a lot. And, and, and I understand that, but now, you know, we have so many resources now. We have mobile clinics. Um, we, we have a lot of things, mobile clinics. And it, I do understand geographically, some people are not, you know, have as much as needed. But then again, just get an annual checkup. And I do understand the insurance part, but then again, we have um, federally qualified health centers that do a sliding fee. Some of them are free. So it depends on what you want to do. I bet you can go out and get a new car without that accessibility. I bet you can go out and get your hair done without that accessibility. (laughs) So it's about being that, huh? Say it again. But they have places even now, you know, in the rural areas that are not as accessible to certain doctors or something like that. But there are also places that offer um, health care at a reduced rate or a prorated uh, fee mm-hmm. or even free clinics. Because there are some places that have free clinics to where they have that they're able to go, but they have to go on certain days. But there are clinics that are right. out there now that are, are free to those that are in need. Right. So I'm I'm definitely just trying to make sure that our brown and black community, if not our Why brown and black community, just know all your opportunities. Say that again. No, you go ahead. Oh yeah, it's it's about knowing your options, but then again, go ahead. what are what options do we need to know when? I mean, I I have to ask now is I know everybody don't have a cell phone, but if you just go to your local grocery store and you go in and ask somebody, I'm sure somebody in there has some type of insurance or somewhere they go. We lost the the touch of communication. Um, let's think about Mississippi, Kent, Mississippi, back in um, that, um, James days. Y'all didn't probably have accessibility, but y'all probably asked around and say, well, who's the greatest doctor around here? Or who's this? And, you know, and then y'all went into that specific doctor, right? Sure. So I think more so uh, it's the lack of communication. Mm-hmm. It's the lack of... If we didn't have... Go ahead. You say y'all don't have too many. You're right. I mean, we yeah. got better communication or better ways to communicate. Huh? So we still still don't utilize our communication that we have. And that is so true. That is so true. One thing we have to realize, number one, is that we're all in this together. If we all just communicate. I don't care, black and brown community, white community, Hispanic community, uh, Mexican community, whatever nationality or ethnicity that you are, it's about being able to communicate. 
languages what? yes that may be a language barrier but then again they have apps that translates because um i you know i don't speak um swahili and all that stuff in japanese but i can put translate now in and they can speak it to them and you can speak it they can speak back to you what they want and then you can read it right right here on your phone i have translate now i'm not trying to um build that app up but it's great <laughs> if you have somebody to speak another language just have them speak into the phone so i think what we need to understand is we have so many resources now that even in the in the society that we live in right now that we need to be um more knowledgeable and have a more understanding of our resources because our resources are just what they are i bet you you know i don't know if they had a video on tiktok i bet you everybody be doing it just to go maybe we need to do tiktok videos that people need to go get an annual checkup and then maybe that'll spread and people go and get an annual checkup i don't know You gotta think of something fun, huh? You would have so many would go, but you still have so many. I mean, so many people follow so many different things. So everybody don't don't do TikTok. Everybody don't do Facebook. Everybody don't do so. But still, those that will, it'll be out there for those that would. So I mean, uh, there there's not one thing I think that where it'll be captive captive for everybody. So, I mean, you utilize all the areas that you have or that you have access to and to get as many as you can. That's all you can do. Because I don't know if nothing is working. So, uh, different types of singing, you know, it's just, you got so many different things you got to do. So, yeah, that is so true. So why do we do what we do? We want to go to the negative part. You know, hey, we'll just do it. Negative part of what? why do you do what you do? Sometimes we go into situations where we follow peer, peer pressure. Sometimes we follow different behaviors. Um, it becomes a lifestyle sometimes. And you become attributed to that lifestyle. So one thing people have to understand is that start assess, um, assessing why you do it and see what are the good things or the negative things or if you have more negative things when you're doing those negative things and you know you probably don't have positive things if they're negative things right. then why are you doing it why are you doing it sometimes that's one thing is go ahead sometimes you do so much negative things that you get so far in, into it, you don't know how to return to the positive. So I there and just be still and ask for guidance. That's the main thing, but nobody wants to do that. Everybody still want to do something. They still want to constantly do something and they still be doing the negative. So that's why people that do drugs, uh, they they know it's not helping them, but they continue continue doing something, and still just stop, and and act for help. You know, you go so far. I totally agree with you, but then again, we want to talk about because we don't want to just harp on drugs, but we want to talk any addictive behavior. Sure. That can be sexual. That can be overeating. That can be um, overspending. That can be a lot of things. Over shopping, <laughs> um, where it's an addictive behavior that it leads you to a negative situation where your loss of money in many areas, loss of time, um, hoarding. It, it's a lot of things where people over something, overindulging or overcompensating something for something else. So if you're in that situation, um, seek help, seek medical professional, a licensed medical professional medical profession mm -hmm. so you can get help in that area whatever that addictive behavior is um we might have some people online that um um have addictive behavior why do you do what you do why do you have that addictive behavior why do you continue to smoke why do you do different things that's totally up to you and you that's something that you have to 
answer for yourself. That's why I had this special moment to where you can actually ask, why do you do what you do? And you need to ask yourself in the mirror, if we can just do a little exercise, and I want people to think about this when I say it. Every day that you wake up for the next seven days after you hear this podcast, ask yourself in the mirror when you get up, why do I do what I do? Mm-hmm. Seven times. Trust me, you will start seeing change because now you are have you have identified and you accepted that some of your things that you do probably are not right. True. Some of the things you might you do may have to be adjusted or changed. True. So that's a great way to start. So once you hear this and once you listen to it, um, I, I I'm just thankful that we're here talking about this because so many people don't stop and think about it. True. And that's one thing that I had to do. My transformation is why do I do this? My addictive behavior was always saying yes. I couldn't say no to people. I had to learn how to say no sometime when it really entrenched me or put me in position. I always wanted to help people, but I was helping them to the point where I wasn't helping myself. Right. So seems like I picked up that trait. <clears throat> <laughs> so I had to learn how to say no. And when I said no, it it hurted me because I wanted to help. But I had to realize I needed some self-help first. And welcome. Welcome moment of Karis Army. If you have anything you want to say, if you want to come on up, just drop us a thing in the chat. Go ahead, James. I'm sorry. No, that's all right. I mean, that, that uh, basically what I want to say was that was uh, that was one of the things I know for me that was uh, an addictive behavior. And if you definitely want to speak, Moment of Karis Army, where the topic is why do I do what I do, and we're really just putting it in a Whatever you want to talk about, whether it's negative or good. But the thing is, what we want to do is emphasize, number one is, we do what we do for for a reason. But sometimes yeah. it can become so addictive that you sub, un- unconsciously, not knowing that you're doing it, but you're still doing it. So we want people to realize, why do you do what you do? Regardless of what it is, it's not a specific job. It's not a specific task. It's everything that you do. And start self-assessing yourself. What that self-assessment looks like that you wake up every morning and actually look in the mirror and you ask yourself and you can say, self, why do I do what I do? And think about what do you do when you go throughout your whole day? Why do you do that? So that's one thing that we talk about. So he left. I guess he didn't want to talk about what he did. (laughs) We understand. We do understand. But we need to start asking ourselves, why do we do what we do? And then one thing that I tell people, I actually start writing things down so I could notice. I'm I'm a visual person. I like mm-hmm. to look at it and write it down like, oh, it looks bad when it's on paper. <laughs> looks real bad. <laughs> so, and you can count the number of times that you do it or to go throughout the day or just do different things that you know you should not be doing. Mm. And that's for each and every person. And, and only you know. We're not saying that everything people do is bad. What we're doing True. is saying, self-assess yourself. It's about you. It ain't about us. It's about you. So that's why how we want to start off in this new July that's coming up. June is already gone, and here comes July. So... um any other questions? Any other comments? Gerald? Yes. You have anything to say to our live studio audience? <laughs> oh, other than, you know, as far as doing what you do, let it be something that you do as far as yourself and not following someone else into things that um take you out of your character let it be things that's going to be positive for you 
We all do negative things at some point or another, but make a conscious effort to try to do the things that's going to be positive in your life and hopefully in turn be positive in someone else's life, but mainly in yours so that you can be able to change yourself because we've learned over the years that we can't change anyone else no matter how much we want to. We can't change anyone else. We can offer them direction. We can offer them suggestions, but we can't change anyone. The only person that we can change is ourselves. So do the things that's going to be positive for yourself and in turn, hopefully, lead you into a better life for the future. Oh, come on, wisdom dialoguer. (laughs) (laughs) James, any words of wisdom before we leave today? Uh, only the fact of only what you do for Christ will last. Uh, and I know a lot of people don't uh, maybe not even understand that, but once you uh, embark or accept spirituality and repent and believe that he did die and was resurrected, thou shalt be saved. After that, that becomes a moral lifestyle that you should lead and would help you to build your spiritual self and believe me you will see life differently through spiritual life and i i i I really like to impress upon anyone that the spiritual world is a if i may use this terminology is a more realer world than the physical world this physical world is going to leave or fade away, but the spiritual world is going to be forever. So I would impress upon anyone to really surrender to the Holy Spirit and let him lead and guide them. And I really appreciate the opportunity for this show. And it just, you, you wish that more people, I mean, it's just like you, you, to, you, you be talking to the choir, talking to those that, what you want is somebody that to to really hear where they could absorb and be a part of. But you can't make everybody just like Gerald uh, said. You can't you can't make everybody learn or do. All you can do is suggest and and give them the uh, opportunity to do so. Thank you again for the opportunity. Thank you, thank you. That was words of wisdom. Words of wisdom. It's one thing that I um, actually posted. I'm on Instagram, and for those who want to follow, is at The Rise Creating Your Voice. On Instagram, on Twitter, is Creating Rise, and on Facebook, is Judah Bernard 35. But one thing that I posted on Instagram is sometimes the most productive thing you can do is relax. And that's by Mark Black. One thing is we don't take the time to relax. Uh, we're con- constant, consistently going. I'm constantly going. Um, one word of wisdom that I want to leave today is um, start assessing yourself. Start assessing where you are in your spiritual walk. Start assessing yourself in outside of your environment. How many people can leave their environment and still survive? Mm-hmm. Most people can't do that. Leave your environment and still survive. Just know that we have to make sure that we are taking time to know who we are. Know who you are in Christ. Um, This is not a race to the swift nor to the strong, but to the one that endureth until the end. One thing we have to understand that no matter how hard things get, get, we have to be able to stand. Um, like James said, that the word is the word and it's never going to change. No. You got to know what you need in life, what's going to sustain you, and actually get you to be a productive citizen in today's society. Um, It does not take a rocket scientist to do this. It only takes some time and processing for you. 
because we have so many learned behavior and traits inside and instilled in us, we become um, bogged down or overwhelmed that we don't know what to do. So when you actually take the time to start assessing yourself and shedding off some of those old behaviors and putting on some new traits that identify closely to you and only you, then you can become a better person. So what we have to do is we're here every Tuesday. Like I said, I apologize once again for last Tuesday. Had a lot going on, but here I am back on the pod being live and live streaming every Tuesday. Um, If you want to join every Tuesday, it's at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and 8 p.m. Central Standard Time. And we just want people to know that we're, we're still here. Remember the rise cutting your voices in seven continents. We are all over the world. Um, I start seeing some of my statistics today. I finally had time to look at my statistics again. Um, and I'm I'm proud to know that Mississippi, um, this month, y'all have like 400, 400, 444 downloads. So good for Mississippi. <laughs> the month that I'm here, y'all want to listen, you know. <laughs> but Mississippi is on, out there today, this, this month. They are really popping this month. So I'm thankful for that. My home state is finally listening to me. Usually I have about two or three. <laughs> But I thank God for uh, just getting the message out. Uh, we're here every Sunday um, on Instagram Live at, at Jules Mentoring LLC and um, at The Rise Creating Your Voice. So that's Sunday at 5 p.m. Central Standard Time and 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So if you want to come on, make sure you pop on. We had a great topic. I actually lost that live. Um, it is why is order important? Oh my gosh, we went in and we had fun. We had fun. We had fun. I was out here in the um, where the internet don't pick up too well, and I lost connection and lost everything. So, but it's good. You know what? Wasn't meant to be. I keep it moving. I didn't sweat, didn't fret. I kept it moving. Um, any other questions? I know. Um, you, Brother Tabernacle Ministries meet every Wednesday for Bible study at 6.15 Central Standard Time and 7.15 Eastern Standard Time, whatever time you're on, even even your Mountain Standard Time, I guess that's 4.15 Mountain Standard Time. So definitely, if you want to join in, you can do the Start Meeting app. You can go to 3Sims3 on the Start Meeting app and just type that in and it will pop up. That's 3Sims3, that's T-H-R-E-E-S-I-M-S, 3. Um, the number three. And also Sunday is church. Every Sunday is church. Um, Sunday school is at 845 Central Central Standard Time and 945 um, Eastern Standard Time. And also that would be 645 Mountain Standard Time if you want to join in on Sunday school. And church is immediately, immediately following that. Also, we have Repairing Spiritual Relationships at Greater Tabernacle Ministries on the Start Meet app. You can put in 3SIMS3, that's T-H-R-E-E-S-I-M-S, 3, the number 3, and actually come in on every second Tuesday of every month. Where I'm sorry, I'm all over the place. Every second Thursday of every month, um, Repairing Spiritual Relationships. So we're talking about Church Heard. We need people to come on because basically we're talking live and you can bring up any conversation. Let us know. We don't need no um, names of people that hurt you. We just need the situation and we just need, we don't need no church names, no nothing. Just tell us us, um, abruptly what happened and let's move forward from there. Um, But we want to just speak very general about church hurt and making sure that we're repairing the spiritual relationship because some 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 relations have been tarnished by different things that happen in different areas and different buildings and different things um cultures and everything so we want to have that discussion so we have an open dialogue about that too as well on every second thursday of each month at 6 15 correct Central Standard Time, 7.15 Eastern Standard Time, and that would be 4.15 Mountain Standard Time. 
So make sure you come on and join in. I think I got everything. Is there if anything else you want to? to on, if they just want to be on on the conference call line, they can dial in 774-258-6705. You don't have to put in no access code. All you do is dial and you'll be coming straight into uh online uh, conference call line. All right, y'all heard that. So guess what? Let's go ahead and get that pin, get it right. If you can't remember it, go ahead and re rewind back so you can get the information, okay? We're looking forward to having everyone on once you listen to this. And if you don't like to be on, just send out an email. You can email me at thetrjudah at outlook.com. And that's T-H-E-T-R-J-U-D-A-H at outlook.com. Always remember to tell a friend, tell a foe, tell your spouse. Heck, tell everyone, and we'll see you on the next podcast. Have a good night. Have a good night. Good night.